You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. written our paper thing like she stayed up last night and wrote it and i got up at six this morning and wrote it whoa but you're done with source synthesis papers now Good. i'm still not sure i entirely understand what a source synthesis paper is and i've now written like i don't even remember how four. many four last year you would have written nine by this point i would have been i would have been dead because they wrote two pages every week rather than four pages every two weeks yeah, okay. Well, everything's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it is the morning after the premiere of The Goose Girl. <laughs> like, I was just, I was, I was standing there and I was like, I know I, I don't usually have this much trouble. Struggle this much to put on clothes, but now that I've thought about it, like, do I, do I sit down and put them on or? Oh, it was one of those mornings. Oh, wow. <laughs> Or do I stand up and like lean up against something? Or do I usually have more balance than this? Aria was having one of those mornings. Like I did okay this morning, but Aria was being a butt. She yeah. was real sulky. Ari- I love how Aria has become her own character on our podcast. She that's because she is her own character. Perhaps we should miss. actually confirm that when we are talking about Aria, She's we don't dog. mean Aria Stark. Oh yeah. No. We mean Sarah's dog. <laughs> okay, look. Arya's got personality plus. Personality yeah. plus. She Unlike does. Google plus, which is no longer. Oh. So is it now Google I minus? Even, I didn't even know that. I like, should I not have made that joke. <laughs> Leah's out. I'm she's going back to bed. She's like, I came for this. <laughs> I really, I came for Google <laughs> minus. Got, she got tights on for this. Yeah. Oh my. Um, no, I was very proud of both of you last night. Oh. Goose Girl and Hansel and Gretel. Well, Hansel and Gretel and Goose Girl opened last night. We're not doing all of Hansel and Gretel. We're doing like no. e- excerpts from Act Two the and part. most of Act. Yeah, we're doing like the fun parts, <laughs> like the part and where really Hansel and Gretel fun. pray and fall asleep and all the business with the Sandman and the Dew Fairy, and then the part and where the they wake witch. up and then the whole scene with the witch. Because you got to have the witch. I mean, and then of course their father comes in at the end too. The witch was my mother's, I think, favorite thing. Period. Minus yeah. your children, but the witch also. Yeah. The first thing my mother said when she saw me was that it was a good role for me. <laughs> oh, m- ah! well. Yeah. Leah played the villain. I'm That's a, what my parents think. I'm going to let that go. I'm a, Leah let, let, was the waiting woman. Said, Thank you, mother. She was and that's exactly rude. how she, that's how the waiting woman, woman would have said that to her own mother. It's okay. Thank you, mother. My mom probably would have said the same thing if I had played the waiting woman, to be honest, because she did not say to me, Sarah, that role was perfect for you. So <laughs> I was the princess, so not the waiting I woman. I was the princess. I'm the princess. Oh, gosh. Should we get <laughs> your bubbles girl? and blow bubbles around bubbles. you right now? I love the bubbles. I, I just want to say, these. like... I just grabbed these on the way out. I figured they were... Yeah, grabs. you got them. Yeah, because I looked at them this morning and I was like, I don't, I can't eat this. Leah's breakfast a- is what appears to be a chocolate chip muffin. They are chocolate yep. chip muffins. Was Sarah, was that also it? your breakfast? No, my is breakfast. From a few days ago. Yeah. My breakfast was a roll. Sarah had a roll. For those of you, really whoever is breakfast. making, somebody out there in podcast land needs to go back through all the old podcasts and As make dedication. a spreadsheet of like topics 
takeaways and Sarah's breakfast as like a Google do you, Doc. If you do that, Why? you scare me a little. Because we love but stats. But I love you. We. But you. I okay. love so stats. So Dr. Kerna is going to go I love through and make a Google that Doc. Way, uh, that list, way the list, vocal list. the vocal fry uh, vocal fan Wikipedge. Oh my gosh. What is, oh, I love like the geeky wiki pages like that's one of my favorite things is to go and just like read through it all anybody else anyone i did that for star wars recently it was uh, very enjoyable marvel no? why do you think i know uh, all the lost. things lost it's really enjoyable uh, oh yeah lost oh remember like actually that. remember like when lost was on like actually airing child and the wiki oh well when lost was <laughs> airing like the wiki pages would keep getting updated with all their like like ghost sites about the Fibonacci sequence and about all all the 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 rumors about the numbers and what they implied and and all that kind of stuff. You, you're too young to remember that, aren't you? Yes, I am. Oh, th- there were some, there like Find Oceanic Eight Fifteen was a website mm-hmm. that they created. What year did Lost start? Two thousand four. Four. Yeah. Let's fall. See. Fall four. I think I was in sixth grade then. I would have been in four. That that were those were some good times. No, not Fibonacci. Valenzetti. Valenzetti equation. That's that's what it was. Words, that's what the numbers words, are. Words. Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Yes, that was from memory. I'm very happy for you. As any lost fan, I'm sure could quote those number that number sequence. I yeah, mean, of it's course. it's in like every single episode. Yeah, yeah. Course. I'm sort of glad that lost. I didn't. This is why I. This so is why I lost is actually a good case study and why I need to think about reasons I maybe shouldn't get a tattoo. Why do you need to think of reasons for that? Well, because I'm thinking I'm about sorry, getting I a tattoo. I'd like to point out at my wife's suggesting. Okay. Some things I just. But had I gotten a tattoo back then, not that I would actually have a problem with this tattooed on me, but had I gotten a tattoo. 10 years ago it would have said Iliquino Somnes Savavit. I mean that's what it would have um, that's the that's what that's the response if you know who Jacob is in Lost the response is Iliquino Somnes Savavit which translates to the one who will protect or save us all um, okay that is what, what did one snowman say to the other I don't I don't know that <gasps> Well, it's from Lost, so I know. Uh, now it. you're. I I rem. I remember that it is from Lost, but I don't remember that. What is that? What is that related to? It's um when like uh your replacement is coming to take over your shift in the hatch. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Right. Thank you for that. Out of mm-hmm. curiosity, what would you get a tattoo of now? I may regret asking this. It's on my piano. Oh. Oh. Okay. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm going to get a picture of the bottle of hand sanitizer that's on my piano no, no i yoda would quote. i would get the yoda quote really that would long. be a really yeah, long tattoo that would hurt that? soap don't ask um, <laughs> don't ask don't tell leah no but i i i i think he'd have to select just a portion i think of the it. greatest teacher failure is Failure. That's what we actually had a wonderful. (laughs) We haven't done much about online forums, but there was a wonderful thread, and I'm not going to cite anybody's. Oh, there was a wonderful thread in NFPVT this week um, where someone asked for if if anyone was willing to list their CV of failures. That we're often talking about our successes and this kind of thing, but 
just sort of uh, talking sure about our CV of failures. I haven't had enough successes yet to list my CV of failures because <laughs> well, it, it's in a <laughs> and, much longer list. And well, there were some people that were, you know, sort of commenting along the lines of like, I haven't had any of these kind of epic failures or successes. So like, I'm not had really sure, but um, plenty of failures. I will say if you read through that thread, though, it is really inspiring. I mean, it the was. Thread, I'm not talking about forget my post. I mean, who cares? But I mean, I'm, I'm me. But the rest of it, very inspiring. Um, yeah. Uh, and I've talked about some of my stuff on the podcast in some extent, but I've, I talked about it in a little bit of greater detail in my little comment post. on yeah. that on that thread. It was it was it was nice to read read some things, and and some people were very genuine. And uh, you know, I here's one of the things I'm sort of fascinated by. I think the voice teaching community often gets this idea of this bad rap that none of us get along. And I actually think that the voice teaching community can be a very welcoming one. I think sometimes we're just presented with these problems that we're not sure how to deal with. And then we create, we generate arguments without realizing that if we just treat them as rigorous discourse and mutually respect everyone. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, actually. This is something I'm kind of glad that came to my mind. The purpose, one of the big purposes to me of academia is to put ideas through a fiery crucible and test them. Like it basically relates back to the scientific method itself. Okay. And so the idea of having rigorous discourse, not arguments, not fights, not people bashing, idea bashing, not insert social media trolling here. Yeah. I'm talking about people who are educated about a topic sitting around and having a rigorous discussion to move something forward for the purpose of taking a discipline to a place that it's not. And I've been thinking a lot about this with like the idea that there are still debates that are had and, and people go on the defensive often when people talk about commercial singing and and CCM or musical theater or this versus classical and this and and then this person has this opinion and this person has that and whatever and it occurred to me the other day one that i think a lot of those arguments are tired and old and a lot of those battles have already been fought and don't necessarily need to be rehashed but also and that if we educate ourselves, there's a lot more consensus that we can come to, I think, than we think. But also, I read a comment in another thread where someone said something along the lines of, the profession doesn't have these arguments because the profession doesn't care because they're all too busy doing their thing. In other words, opera singers who are actively singing and having an operatic career who are not in academia at all, mm-hmm. sort of don't care what people on Broadway are doing. Yeah. And the people who are on Broadway singing every night don't sort care. of don't care what opera singers are doing. Because they're doing. And we hear about these thing, these arguments happening more amongst teachers, particularly in academia. And the thought occurred to me, actually, that if we accepted that that is the appropriate place for the discerning arguments to occur 
It is actually the beautiful picture of what academia is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Mutually respected, informed discourse. Yeah. Sorry, I've been waiting for a place to say this, and, <laughs> and I this felt is like, here's the and, soapbox. and and here's my soapbox, and so I'm using vocal fry as my well, and and because I've not been able to think of a way to state this, yeah, and turn it into a forum post without coming off seeming like preachy. a jerk and preachy, yeah. But in other words, my point being, I think arguments are healthy. I think. Not arguments. I think discourse. This has a bad connotation. I think discourse, mutually respectful discourse, is healthy. Especially, like I mean, if you go into the uh, go into it with the idea that even if you don't agree with them, and even if you don't end up agreeing with them, that you can still get something from it. Right. And going in with the attitude of what can we learn from each other yeah, rather than the attitude of I'm right. I have to make convince everybody that my way is the only way. Well, and I think that reflects the idea of that I keep hearing echoed in, in a couple of different posts right now of you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, I think I saw Dr. Howell note that. And, and I think that's a great statement. I mean, that's a... I've I've thought that many times. I mean, when I look back to myself a decade ago, I didn't know what I didn't know. I don't know anything. Um, but anyway, here we are. The day after the opera was successful. Not only a day after the opera. We're back up tonight. A day after the opera, and Leah and I also went home from that opera and wrote a paper. How were your sources uh, this week? I you'll see. Had some it's a surprise. <laughs> One of you turned in something with a fairly high N, seventy-seven or something like that. Me, that was me. I was gonna say, I think my highest one but was that like one forty was the something. One, uh, oh, that was the Teats, uh, uh Maxfield um, voice range profile thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it w- it really wasn't even so much. I mean, it is a study, but it was not. I mean, they say in the article, and I said in my re- review, like they weren't really trying to like prove anything mm-hmm. it was for the benefit of the people in the study like uh-huh. creating their own personal personalized kind of harmonic chart like mm-hmm. format range chart so mm-hmm. you know yeah i've not done a lot with voice range profiles because you're really supposed to have a specific um sound level meter and some other things and i we have the ability to do it in csl mm-hmm. um which I don't think is the sort of more respected methodology at this point. Oh yeah, I had another one that was on specifically voice range. Um, uh, but I think that Dr. Tita and, and Dr. Maxfield and their team at, at NCVS um, have a more specific protocol mm-hmm. for for uh, collecting voice range profiles, and I just want to give them credit for that. But I, I've never done it. Um, it's just not something that I've done yet um and i may never um i said this last year on the podcast but i'll say it for our new listeners there are very few people that are an expert in everything like you know that would be hard this aerodynamics thing has been a new area for me and up until this i've only done acoustic measurements and so i'm learning things because i don't know what i don't know 
Makes sense. And I've not done voice range profiles. So while a valid measure, and I've heard many people say they think an important measure of, of the singing voice, uh, I've never done it. Have you? Neither of you have ever completed a voice range profile for no. yourself, have you? No. No. Um, read about them some, but not done. I had a few like questionable things in mind, mostly just that like, I don't know, like one of them, I'm trying to decide if I have an issue with this or not. In one of the, <laughs> to prove the validity of their own judgment, they like, they themselves, the people conducting the study and writing it, palpated people's larynxes to like see how much tension there was. And then they just waited until they had forgotten what it was like and did it again. Awesome. And I was just like, it interesting. I don't know if I believe that you just necessarily have completely forgotten. Well, I think this points to that Bilal stutter, the team from the team from South America, I think it was Mara Bilal's team, on that giant lit review of studies looking at laryngeal manipulation where yeah. they found like zero agreement in anybody's methodology yeah, at all. And a, and a ton of user bias and therapist that, that bias. That was the thing. And like, there were just several thing. things that I yeah. was like, I feel like you're kind of skewing all of this. There were just several things like that where I was like, this all just feels very skewed, very, very biased. The interesting thing is, though, while, while there is a great deal of bias and there's potential for therapist bias, if we're talking about laryngeal manipulation therapy, and there's potential for all sorts of different problems from standardized methodology one of the things that i will state about leading into here i'm just going to mention our our stuff because i want to read the abstract to everybody there still is good evidence to support the fact that despite the fact that it's been done with multiple methodologies that laryngeal manipulation is helping patients well it's funny you say that this study wasn't actually on laryngeal manipulation uh-huh um it was actually on like <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have scoffed a little. It was on breathing exercises. Oh. Um, they were using the palpation just as a like measure of how effective oh, the breathing Oh, sorry. When you said palpation, were. I thought it might have been somehow related to... No. Uh-huh. No. I kind of... I don't know. I wondered if they were going to incorporate that. Because sometimes the study will say, we're doing this. But then when I read what they actually did, it'll include... Like, there was one that was like, we're only using singing therapy. But then they included laryngeal manipulation. But this was not one of those. It, they were just using it to see how much tension there was. Hmm. Like rather than taking okay. other measures, they were just Very getting good. the feel for yeah. I'm gonna let that go. Yeah, it was just an interesting. I'm gonna let that go. It was just interesting. Anyway, okay. uh, so th- those of you who have been waiting on bated breath, which is like <laughs> none of you. Um, but since we since we've been talking about it and we talked about it last week because we were pre-submission, we have now submitted our voice foundation last abstract week, Monday, whichever. Uh, no, I meant well when they're hearing this. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah. W- in fact, when you're hearing this, I'll be at Nats, so we will not record next Friday because oh, yeah. Do we want to like be at Nats? Make it up or something? Or are you going to try to go find some? interesting not us person good luck <laughs> to talk to we can we can have that conversation we're done recording okay i don't think you're gonna find anyone as cool as us but all um right. so i tweaked our title a little bit oh and t- changed it to laryngeal manipulation in singing warm-up a pilot study 
That's what I changed. I tweaked it a little bit. It's sort of similar. Um, and I'll, I'll just read some of this. Our background objective. The purpose of this study is to determine what effect laryngeal manipulation may have on a singing warm-up routine. Very few singers in a recent study claim to incorporate neck and laryngeal massage in their daily warm-up. That is a citation of... Gish et al. Vocal warm-up practices and perceptions in vocalists. A pilot stu- survey. Journal of Voice 2012. Laryngeal manipulation therapy has been documented to reduce muscular tension in patients with muscle tension dysphonia. I gave them two citations, one Mathiasen et al., Laryngeal Manual Therapy, a preliminary study to examine its treatment effects in, man- in the management of muscle tension dysphonia, Journal of Voice 2009. And I also used the citation Canard et al., a preliminary comparison of laryngeal manipulation and postural treatment on voice quality in a prospective randomized crossover study, Journal of Voice 2015. Uh, relaxation. Reading back to my <laughs> writing here, relaxation of the same musculature can prepare the singing voice for optimal performance. Because that's what we're doing when we're warming up, right? We're trying to prepare the singing voice for optimal performance. Yeah. Uh, we hypothesize that incorporation of laryngeal manipulation in a warm-up routine could have similar effects in a non-disordered singer. So there we go. That's what we've been doing this whole semester. Woo-hoo! Method: Eleven college-aged voice students participated. Each was screened by stroboscopic exam and perceptual evaluation using the Cape V to confirm normal voice function and health. Four subsequent study visits took place on consecutive mornings. Aerodynamic measures were taken before and after each day's limiting task using the voicing efficiency protocol in the K-Pentax phonatory aerodynamic system. The four days task were one 10-minute traditional vocalization instructed from a video led by me. And me. And Sarah. Two, 10 minutes of silence. Three, day three, 10 minutes of laryngeal manipulation performed by the subject instructed from a video. Our videos again, Sarah. And four, a combination of the LM and vocalization videos. Post-data collection audio recordings were made each day of sustained E and AH vowels and the six KV sentences for perceptual analysis. Okay, our results, as we've been sort of talking about on the podcast. More than half of subjects demonstrated increased mean airflow or mean reduced laryngeal airway resistance on days of vocalization, silence, and laryngeal manipulation. A high percentage of subjects, N equals 8 to 10, demonstrated mean increase in sound pressure level each day except silence. Cape V scores were consistently low, reflecting that subjects were in good vocal health. Therefore, changes were non-congruent with the aerodynamic data. Finally, discussion. An equivalent number of subjects demonstrated increased airflow and reduced airway resistance after laryngeal manipulation, but not always intra-subject, meaning not always the same subjects. The aerodynamic data seemed to indicate that laryngeal manipulation could be an effective way for some singers to prepare for optimal singing performance. And then we'll, of course, in the presentation and the article, go on to talk about the fact that it seems that it could be good for some, just like vocalizing could be. Good, good for, for some. some. Just like Leah not warming up could be good for some. Uh, and so there we have it. It was actually a way more elegant finding than I was expecting. Yeah, that, I mean... I was not really expecting the finding to be nearly this elegant. Well, it's just nice because, I mean, it basically just says, like, it is you at least you. as effective. And so as there you go, up. podcast audience. We will, of course... You um, do we, you. You do you. We hope to present this data at Voice Foundation (laughs) this spring uh, in a little bit more detail than that, although you only get, I think, eight minutes in the voice ped block now, um, which is like enough time to say, here's what we did. See you You later. You do you. (laughs) You you do you. 
You do you. Always Why breathing, you breathing always. Just we're just gonna only speak in hashtags actually for the entire presentation. Hashtag vocal fam. Hashtag vocal fans. Hashtag, hashtag vocal fry. A B B. Hashtag Y D Y. Hashtag. Hashtag silence is golden. No, that was just silence. Oh. Okay. Wow, good. I'm getting really good at this. Um, but anyway, no, it's it's exciting, and I hope we get accepted. Um, and I mean, it'll Same. be an epic failure if we don't, because here we are talking about it on the podcast. But uh, I hope I mean, we'll get accepted. Even if we don't get accepted to present, we can still like submit a journal article. Of Could course. Could we even present on this at like Nats or something? Yes, like of we course. Have? Like we have other options. Yes, and um, I'm so optimistic this morning. And uh, j- just again to reiterate that this data belongs to Dr. John Schweinfurth, Miss Josie Alston, oh, Miss yeah. Sarah Pigott, Mrs. Sarah Pigott, <laughs> yeah, um, Ms. Leah Oswalt, <laughs> and Dr. Nicholas Perna. Yeah, don't um, take it. Just, just reiterating. Warned them just in our, time. <laughs> well, what if just, they stopped listening just before? <laughs> well, I, then I have the right to sue them because I still have said it on the podcast. Ooh, I know a lawyer. In, in fact, you do. He would, He's he not an intellectual look. property attorney, though. Nobody wants to be. Oh well, there you have it. But you uh, didn't hear that here. He 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 did not. Uh, so we're excited. That submission is in, and of course, this morning I get a notification that Voice Foundation extended their deadline by a week. <laughs> wait, uh. maybe that's good. Maybe that means they haven't. Wait, yeah, maybe that means there's not a lot of submissions. Yeah, and so no, we're like. Apparently, they they said on the well, maybe, but they said on their announcement internet explorer had a glitch who's using internet uh, this, was, this was my exact <laughs> question first of all if you're trying to submit on internet explorer maybe we should say you know what maybe. i don't know that we want to accept I'm your just submission reject you out of internet principle. explorer is a glitch oh my goodness i was thinking literally who is using, <laughs> internet, using internet explorer <laughs> like really though like you've not downloaded chrome you know, i mean obviously ooh, if they know there was a glitch good. like somebody emailed them saying well hey, i tried to submit particularly because had a glitch particularly if you're collecting human subjects data Almost all like hacks are through Internet Explorer. And so you're talking about some of the most easily hackable code. Who is you? Who? I mean, you who? know, I, that's why at the hospital to use our IRB system, you have to use Firefox. Like they won't accept anything but the most recent version of Firefox. Well, I always use Google Chrome. Um, that's just I'm a me. Safari girl myself. No, but to actually <laughs> put stuff into the system, you have to use you have to use Firefox. That's so interesting. Okay, um, that is very interesting. Yeah. So I'm not sure I, I mean, even have Firefox on my computer. Yeah. Well, I think there's yeah, built-in security extensions that they add. But cool. Um, cool. So I just I just was like Internet Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard of someone using Internet Explorer for on purpose years i don't even know the last time i've seen it on a computer right i wouldn't even, even know what the, the user interface looked like in the mc library don't have internet no Explorer. they all have chrome i mean i know i, I was very that's my point aback. like <laughs> internet explorer <laughs> that's hilarious what? i mean i think uh, on my parents like really old dell that we don't even have anymore that's the, the last dell. time i've seen internet explorer so yeah, I mean like that's. Not, I mean it's, it's been right. A, it's Internet Explorer. Yeah, wow. I'm baffled. Me too. I'm. I'm. Baffled. I'm. Have nowhere to so go anyway, after that. If you're that. listening to this and you use Internet Explorer, clearly you might want to consider you? rethinking we it. <laughs> we're. I, I we're not even gonna apologize. We didn't mean to judge you. We're just surprised that you are still doing. You. this We're not mad. We're just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. 
Yeah. My statement that my students used to get fun of me, make fun of me for making was I'm not mad. I'm I'm just concerned. I like it. I like that too. We're not mad at you. We're concerned for uh, your internet. Your internet this, usage. This week in undergraduate pedagogy, I think I've it, it happens this way every single year. It's like we did very well, two things. And I should put I think I did put this on our vocal fry Instagram or I need to. Uh my Four of my undergraduate pedagogy students dressed up as a Flow Phonation oh. puff train. Yeah, you need to put that on the MC vocal fry. Like I'll put it on the. I'll put Instagram. it on the Instagram. Um, I think I it thought I cute. had. I think I put it on. You my put it on yours because okay. I went and looked. I will add it to the Instagram. Um, they were a vocal fry. Pu- they were a Flow Phonation <laughs> puff train. It was uh, very cute. With that was on the wheels of SOVT exercises. Yeah. They put a lot more effort into that than I was anticipating. Like when they said they were going to dress up, like I was anticipating just pieces of papers yeah. taped to their chest, but, but they, they like made an actual train, train with yeah. wheels. Like it was cute. cute. It, it was, was cute. It well was, done, it was epic. It was very also well done. like four people. Like I was just, I was impressed. It was real cute. And I did have their permission to share it on social media. So yeah, uh, we talked about if we were the, the train, which one we would be? Oh, what? Yeah, we said. So the words the on the the probably. words on the side of the train, <laughs> like if we the words on the side the of the train said "big puff, quick snap." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were we were trying to determine if we were all char- vocal fry characters who would have we been. Dressing up I said I would have been big. I and, think I'd be snap. And that you would have been uh, to the side. I would have been not judging us. You would have been on the side <laughs> judging us. Because Michael would have been puff. Yeah. Michael would have been puff. Quick. Yeah. I'm quick. We'd put it on Aria. Oh, love oh, her. Oh, Aria. Anyway. She's a part Who's of her? this. Let's go, um, Let's go get her. Let's go home. We should have brought her. Oh, my. Okay, very good. Okay, I have she would have destroyed everything. I have to teach two, four more lessons before this weekend, so... Uh, I I can't just leave. My Although I am going to eat gone. large amounts of Indian food for lunch because I didn't eat yeah. dinner. Oh man, Ooh, I, I want Indian food now. Yeah, we haven't been there forever. I so haven't eaten go. since lunch yesterday. So stop. I can't talk to you. Uh, I'm I'm going to be on a 24 hour mm, fast here so at noon. I would be so sick. I would be so sick. Yeah. Anyway. <gasps> I didn't eat. Vocal, vocal, vocal fast. I know, same. Yeah. Vocal fry. Vocal fan. Vocal fan. I would literally die. You have to do that by yourself. <laughs> How late do they open? Who? What? How long do they the serve Indian lunch place? for? Oh, how long does the buffet go? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. I guess it would be till 2, but that's just a guess. That, that, is, yeah. that seems right. Yeah. Like something like 11 to 2 or something like that. We need to go there sometime. I know. I love there. Yeah, we have a great... One of the advantages of Clinton, while we don't have that many great restaurants in general... Our Indian restaurant. Our Indian buffet is is legit. It's and it's like real good. Indian food. Because I remember I had only eaten Indian food at this restaurant... And then when I was in London, I was like, oh, London is supposed to have good Indian food. Let's go get Indian food. And so Jamie and I go. And I was like, this is not taste like the Indian place back home. (laughs) I was very offended. And so I looked it up. And apparently British Indian food actually is known for having a slightly different flavor. Anyway, random side note. Indeed. But our Indian place is good. It is. It is. It is very legit. And run by an Indian family. Yeah. It's it's legit. It's good. it's, It's very delicious. Did we have any big pop culture news this week? I have not this week because we already covered this week's this week's Doctor Who. This week, yes, true, because we covered it Monday. Except y'all are hearing to think it today. If anything, honestly, this week has been happened. a blur oh, of oh. opera. Perna's wrong. That that's that. I You're have wrong? to post a retraction. You're wrong. What are you wrong? Kevin Feige has announced that we will have an Avengers trailer by the end of 2018. Yay! 
Oh my gosh, it's going to be December 31st, now, isn't it? Now, here's no cool. uh no, they'll launch it with Mary Poppins Returns. <gasps> I'm so excited for they'll, that. They'll launch it with Mary which is I'm, the 18th or 19th. It's that weekend. I'm, um I'm we so really excited. need to do like a vocal fry Mary Poppins event. Yeah, wait, we can take your kids. Yeah, we need to do like a vocal fry Mary Poppins. I love Mary Poppins. Uh, cuz I mean, it's Lin Manuel Miranda. It so is. I mean, and Mary Poppins. And Mary Poppins. That was my favorite movie as a kid. Mary, you know, it's very interesting. The original. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've I'm seen gonna, it on Broadway. Though I'm that gonna, was my first Broadway. That doesn't show. count. It's completely different. You know. Oh, okay. I, I have a very interesting <laughs> perspective right? I, I on know. that. My perspective of that movie changed dramatically after I had children. Um, particularly because when I had children, I was working at a tier one and living the publisher parish life for you mr banks yes and so i many of the changes that i've made in my life he had to go buy a kite you get that if you've seen the movie in fact um i very much i'm i'm very emotionally involved with that movie the musical is actually a lot more like the book because i loved the movie the movie so much as a kid i read all the books they're like have you all seen Saving Mr. Banks? No. Yes. Oh, that, well, that movie is sort of like, I feel like that the movie, broke me. it was fine and going along. And then Tom Hanks for about five minutes reminded us all of why he's Tom Hanks. And we're all just in his world. Saving watching. Mr. Banks. Oh my gosh. I, I that monologue in her It got house, to me too much. What like, in the world? It was too personal for me. Like I haven't been able to rewatch it. I loved it. I recognize it's amazing, but like it's one of those things I can't rewatch it. It's too much. I get that way, but about much more aggressive movies than that. I, I watched A Requiem for a Dream once. I will never rewatch that movie ever again in my life. I get it. I, I, I mean, I haven't I, seen that movie, but like, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I feel that way about There Will Be Blood, and I love that movie. I, I adore that. that movie, but I also don't don't like to go back and watch it. I get like any movie that makes me feel just like too aggressively feelings. I, I'm like, I like you, but I can't do it. Too and this many. is a good representation of us, Sarah. You reference Saving Mr. Banks. I reference There Will Be Blood. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? This is a good comparison. Anyway, no, back to the, the thing. Um, Kevin Feige in an interview had mentioned that Avengers will release a trailer. Here's my, th- But I'm, I'm going to stick to a little bit of my thing. I'm not so sure it will be a real trailer. Mm. Like you think it'll it's going to some- be like one of those end credit scenes? Like essentially... Like it may not be... F- footage from the movie you don't think they would just basically show us little clips of the last movie yes making us like don't you want to know yes don't you wish you knew like what was gonna happen Russo brothers trolling we're giving you nothing we're giving you, you nothing but like a black screen in the infinity gauntlet or something like that gosh they would do that they totally would i hate them i love them but I they hate them. totally would you know i'm right i think they might be my nemesis Ooh, that sounds fun. If I had a nemesis, it might be them. I was re revisiting this with a with a student earlier this week in a free moment. I really miss having Phineas and Ferb on Netflix. Oh, did they take it off Netflix? I used to love Phineas. They're and preparing Ferb. for the Disney streaming service. I keep forgetting about that. Because I guess it's been in the works so long or whatever. Well, and you heard about that rumor this week that, you know, apparently we're gonna get a Loki series. I did not know. Apparently we're gonna get a Scarlet Witch series. And then there's a big rumor that was floated this week that we're going to get a Winter Soldier Falcon series. Wait. Which is very suspicious. They're going to kill Cap. Considering 
but that one of them needs to take up the shield. I'm trying to think of how I would reconcile this in my head. I can't. We've lost Leah completely. Mm-hmm. We've lost Leah. Leah. She'd already eaten her breakfast. She has nothing. Leah's thinking to do. about her work day at this point. She's uh, wondering what catalog cover she needs to edit today. Good try. Never mind. <laughs> I sort of no, know what we Leah are does. About to be in the proofing stage. Oh, and see, there we have it. I was sort I of right. Oh, I was sort of right. The next time I can go to sleep. <laughs> oh my! This right, afternoon, I'm taking a nap I this can't. afternoon. I can't. I won't have time. You make me sad. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Well, again, I we've had a great run of opera. It's been fun. Probably by next time we record, depending on when that is, if it's before or after Nats, we might be able to announce what our spring musical will be. <gasps> um, <laughs> if it's before Nats, probably not. If it's after Nats, probably. So we'll see. Well, I bet I know what we're going to pick then. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to fight my wife over that one, not me. So Wait, what? It's not I up to me. I meant... Well, what day we pick? We will pick to uh, podcast. Right, but if we record prior to Nats, I won't be able to say. That's what we're saying. We'll say we're gonna make you record after Nats, Kasha, so that we can so talk about it. Difficult. Right. So difficult. Okay. Well, it, meaning it might be two episodes from now. It might not be. Who even knows, guys? Who even knows? What world are we living in, really? I'm not. I am trying to survive. I can officially just lay down and be dead next Wednesday, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, I have. Bring it on! I have like one more deadline of one more thing I want to get out this semester of a of a proposal. And then I'm done. And then I'm peace out. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this holiday season and I'm going to enjoy it. Basically, from Thanksgiving to the New Year, I'm gonna sort of. uh, Perna's gonna settle down for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna come home from work every day and go to sleep and put on my pajamas and watch TV, and it's gonna be amazing. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, I'm ready for you it. All, you all do have one last jury to sing. Yeah. Shh, no. Okay, whatever. Anyway. I mean, I'll sing it. Any we'll takeaways? I mean, I'll any, do it. Any but. takeaways for today? It's off for a week. You're doing SETCs next week. It's not next week. Don't put that on me. It's November 17th. Well, but from here. Oh, from, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Don't scare me like that. Yeah, when y'all hear this, I'll be one uh, week out from doing SETC, which will be a very about. new new experience for me but proud of her for pushing her boundaries yeah it's weird because it's, it's music theater we'll Great. see what happens any takeaways no again it's opera week brilliant I, I just need to make it to next wednesday great thank you for indulging us and listening to us and going through this wonderful study that we've been running all fall and yeah. talking about it and i promise not to tell you people about the writing of the article because that really is the boring part uh and so nobody really wants to hear about that i don't think it's okay lee and i will find many things to rant about oh not about the writing just stuff well that's because you all will be working toward capstone projects for masters degrees mm. moving forward you know i think i've been in denial that that's happening and periodically i get reminded that i do have to give a master's recital and a little piece of me dies every time i remember that is that your takeaway i guess a little piece of me is dying every day guys very good all right peace out vocal fam bye <laughs>